I am joined now, folks, by a very well-known young lady. She has donated countless hours to volunteering to many charitable organizations and also Project Children. Linda Croston, you're very welcome to Ireland Calls. Thank you, Trassa. I appreciate you having me on the show. It's an honor. Oh, it's an honor for me to be speaking with you also. You're a Cork woman. What part of Cork do you come from? And tell us, how did you end up in New York? I am, Tressa. I am a proud Skibbereen woman, so West Cork woman. Very proud of my native Cork County and always happy to talk about it. I ended up in New York. I suppose I was born with a bit of a wanderlust, if the truth be told. And the bright lights of the Big Apple <laughs> were calling me back in about 2012 and uh, immigrated over here about 12 years ago with my now husband, Jer. And we live in Bronxville and have a three-year-old daughter, Olivia, who is a firecracker to say the least. <laughs> and uh, what else can I say? I suppose only the rest is history. Yes, you're a busy mom as well. And you have become very active in the Irish-American community. How did this happen? I suppose, Trassa, when I first arrived in New York, I was lucky enough to be employed by the Ashley Irish Centre. I was the programme and event coordinator there. So I then got involved with, I was introduced to Dennis Mulcahy and I'm always kind of very active in giving back and being introduced to Dennis and my good friend, uh, Catherine Flood. I continued my volunteering role in giving back to New York communities, or especially the New York Irish community, as best I can. You are deeply involved with Project Children. For people that haven't heard about Project Children, what is it? So, Trassa, Project Children is very, very dear to my heart. It is an organization that was set up in 1975 by Dennis Mulcahy and his brothers in Greenwood Lake, New York. It uh, was an organization set up to where they brought over 23,000 children from Northern Ireland, from both sides of the religious aisle, to America for a six-week reprieve in the summer to basically give them a break from the troubles in Northern Ireland. I suppose it's coming into its 50th year next year, so over the course of the 40 years where it was in full existence, it brought 23,000 children, um, it touched across 22 states in the U.S. and over about 16,000 host families that took the children in for their six weeks and they lived among the family as one of the family almost, you know. And you're also the programme director of the Mulcahy Scholarship Programme. What does that entail? Being programme director of the Mulcahy Scholarship, it was set up back in 2018 as a tribute to Dennis and the Mulcahy family, where we now send U.S. high school students from... America back to Ireland where they can engage in a cultural program. We connected there with a gentleman uh, called Brian Fahey out of the Celtic Irish American Academy and we send the students back to Ireland for basically an immersive program where they learn all about their Irish culture, their Irish heritage, a bit of the cupola fuckle sometimes and then they would have um, the Gaelic Games exposure as well. So it's a pretty well-rounded Irish program. So that was actually born out of Project Children family almost. It was kind of created and then it's linked to the Ashley Irish Centre in New York. Yes. So we're very proud of that programme because we send the kids back to Ireland each summer and it's a very, very unique experience. Um, so they get to really kind of get immersed into the Irish culture as best they can. I bet you notice a big difference from sending them there and when they come back. Yes, I do. They have a bigger appreciation for their Irish roots. Some of them are have been to Ireland, some of them have never been to Ireland. So it really is a very unique experience and it's it's lovely to see how much even more they connect with their Irish heritage. It's very, very important. It's very important to all of us to promote that and to basically 
ensure that that connection between Ireland and the US is maintained. Um, and again, I suppose it's our way of thanking all the 16,000 host families that took in the Irish kids. It's our way of saying a thank you to them and sending the American kids back to Ireland to experience Ireland firsthand. You have just returned from Monaghan, Ireland. The trip was very beneficial to Project Children. What happened during the trip in Ireland? So our trip last week, we actually went back to County Monaghan, Monaghan Town. Um, we, I'm part of uh, the Project Children team that are in the process of partnering with Monaghan County Council. They have just built a state-of-the-art um, peace campus back there in Monaghan Town. And we are going to partner with them and we're going to basically archive the images and the interviews and the footage documenting Project Children's work over the past of half century. And we have now found a home and almost a perpetuation project this is we found a home for all of the project children um archives in the peace campus in county Monaghan. so we had a very very special four days back there where we um made the official announcement um was made by the Taoiseach the current Taoiseach Leo Radker we were joined by Heather Humphreys the mayor of Monaghan the mayor of um county Monaghan we were joined by the CE of Monaghan County Council and all of the various different people back there that are going to work with us in bringing Project Children back to the Peace Campus. So it's a very, very special project for us because, as you well know, Project Children has been a stalwart in the Irish um, American community and it's a beautiful way to give it almost an everlasting home. Future generations, they can come and they, you know, they can understand the work of the program, they can understand the difficulties that it experienced in, you know, with Northern Ireland and the pursuit of peace and happiness and, and you know, that whole side of things. So it's, it's important for future generations to be able to come there and to understand the history of, of the programme. I would love to know what the Taoiseach thought of it. The Taoiseach actually was one of the first university students to come to the US on what they call the Washington Ireland programme. And the Washington Ireland programme is an extension of Project Children. So he was very excited to make the um, formal announcement. He, the minute he heard about it, he wanted to be part of it. So he was very excited and very enthused and energised by the programme and the partnership, what we're going to be doing with Monon County Council. So it's very exciting for Project Children to have him join us on the day. It's wonderful support from the Taoiseach. And Dennis Mulcahy must be over the moon. Dennis is delighted. He's very, very pleased. About the partnership, he feels it's an honour to perpetuate the 50-year legacy with um, at the Peace Campus. You know, the move itself is probably going to garner great support from our, you know, key Project Children volunteers, both in the US and Ireland. And, you know, it's a new phase for the programme. It's, you know, we're going to have a probably a renewed focus on educating the next generation on the importance of peace. Kehi's scholarship are sending kids home again this year, right? Yes, we are sending, um, we had a lot of applications this year and we had to narrow it down. And this year we're sele- we've selected six lucky recipients who are going to be ambassadors for the Mulcahy Scholarship and who are going to go back to Ireland to represent this programme in Ireland and continue to be ambassadors for our programme throughout the rest of their lives. You know, it's a very special honour for them to be partnered with the Mulcahy Scholarship and with the Mulcahy name and the selection process, while it's very, very difficult and it's tough at times because the calibre of candidates is, is pretty high end. So um, it's a great honour for, for those that are being selected. And we actually will have our um, official awarding of the recipients 
we'll have that upcoming event on the 29th of February. We're actually hosting a documentary screening of the How to Defuse a Bomb, the Project Children's Story. We're hosting um, a documentary screening of that on the 29th of February in Iona University. We partnered with the wonderful Sean Delfonso there and we are going to also announce, formally announce the recipients for 2024, which is a very exciting night for us and for the families and for the recipients themselves. And if people want to find out more, you have a website. Yes, we have a website. It is www.projectchildren.org. And we also have a Facebook page as well. If anyone wants to look up Project Children, they'll be able to locate us on the Facebook as well, if they need to, and Instagram. And being the busy person you are, you recently formed a new company in New York called Croston Flood. What do you do? What do I do, Tressa? That is the question. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm, a, <laughs> I'm an alumni. Of, I'm an alumni actually of UCC, and my background was actually social science. Um, but I kind of geared more toward the economics route. So I have a master's in management and marketing. And I spent my, I'm going to say, 12, 11, 12 years in corporate America. I partnered up with my good friend Catherine Flood to create Cross and Flood Recruiting Consulting Events. We, Catherine and I had actually been working very closely for the past, I'm going to say, eight years now on Project Children and screening the documentary to thousands of people across the US and Ireland. And we've had a peace event back in Monaghan back in 2018. You know, Catherine and I have always been partnering up on different projects and we basically in decided, I suppose, late last year that we would formalize our, our friendship and our partnership almost in business. And uh, we formalized it to create that company and we're very excited about it. And um, so we've merged and what we're now offering is comprehensive kind of recruitment solutions, recruitment consultations and events. So we've worked, uh, you know, a number of events together and they've always been very successful. And we actually recently did the, the Marty party with the New York GA, which was very exciting for us. And um, so I suppose we're in the business of connecting people and, you know, we're, we're very excited to move forward with that. So if I'm looking for a job or if I want to have uh, an event, I go to your website. Yes, we basically deal with a lot of um, companies that want to recruit and they come to us because we have a very wide range, uh, you know, a pool of talent. And, you know, we basically connect people. We're in the business of connecting people. So... If you have a job that you need filled, you know, you give us a call. If you have an event, especially a corporate or nonprofit event, we're very interested in, in the nonprofit side of things as well. But we also do corporate events, so we will handle that for you as well. We're, we're pretty much a, a pretty comprehensive package, and we get the job done. Remind our listeners all over the world, how would they contact you? We are contactable. Our website is crossedandflood.com. It's a very um, simple one to remember. And our email then is hello at crossedandflood.com. So they can go to the website and look us up and they can always give us a call. We're, we're, we like to talk, Tressa, so we, we, um, we're good reads of characters and stuff. So we, we do like to talk to our, to our um, clients and also our candidates. That's rare and very nice, and I always feel that's the best way. <laughs> it is. You know, you can send the email, but we like the, the informal approach, first of all. And, you know, while we're friendly and dynamic, we're, obviously, we're also very pragmatic. We have a very pragmatic approach to recruitment. 
So, um, but picking up the phone sometimes, because obviously we get a lot of outreach from people, especially actually right now, J1 graduates are in New York and, um, you know, looking for work and we get a lot of the outreach. So, you know, you could have a couple of hundred resumes in your inbox, <laughs> depending on the day. So getting back to everyone can be tough, but sometimes the call is, is a lot faster to connect people. You said you were a very proud cock woman and that you are. This year was a very special year for you because the County Cock Association of New York, they have chosen you as their Cock Woman of the Year. How does that make you feel? Tressa, I am mind blown that they chose me and I'm very, very honoured. Being a Cork native and a very proud Cork woman, obviously it's a very special moment and a very special nod to me. You know, I've Myself, I was involved at the Cork Association last summer, actually. We took the documentary back to Cork, which was a very proud moment for myself. And, you know, being back in Cork City, you know, I was a UCC graduate. So being back in Cork City was very special. So when I worked closely with the Cork Association for that event, because um, it was their annual gala in the Rochestown Park Hotel back in August, and we partnered with them to screen the documentary the night before in the city centre in the PAV. And it was huge success and it was lovely working with them and then for them to turn around and give me this honor is just fantastic it really really is it's something that's very very special to me during that time at the cock dinner dance dennis mulcahy was one of their guests of honors too yes dennis mulcahy and actually i listened to your your show on spotify and uh, your previous guest um, maureen forrest from the hope foundation yes. the two of them were honored yes. on this on the same night back in cork city and that again was a very special special night for everybody you know lovely way to get all the project children family together we had people come from you know that we have an intern program as well that we run so we had interns that um that, that's the university program where we take um we send students university level students from ireland both north and south and we bring them to america for six seven weeks in the summer so they all came back to cork to to you know connect with us and attend the gala and then we had family of dennis friends of the project children you know the wider project children family so it was a very very special night and it was a very successful night and the cork association were fantastic to work with and on march the 2nd at anton's you're going to be celebrated as cock woman of the year yes that is coming up very swift and fast it is a huge honour for me and my fellow honorees actually and um, Gary Power and we have Sean Sullivan, the late Sean the late and great Sean Sullivan and um, will be honoured the same night, March second. Again it's the I think it's the hundred and thirty ninth annual St Patrick's Ball for the Cork Association. That's a big a big one to be uh, part of. So that's on at Anton's. It's starting I think at six thirty PM. There'll be a lovely gala and a lovely evening and a great way for all the, the Cork people and the Cork, the friends of the Cork people to, to join and celebrate in yeah. Anton's. And everybody's welcome. And Mike Dogan, I believe, past president, is celebrating his 60th year as a member of the County Cork Association on that night too. It's what a wonderful yes. thing, isn't it? It's fantastic. It's, I mean, to think that you're part of something for that long is phenomenal, really, when you think of it. Yeah, it started in 1884. I wasn't around then. <laughs> no, nor was I. <laughs> I came about 100 years later, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> a little oh. late to the table. Living in New York, Linda, have you found it difficult balancing life, family, and your charitable professional work together? I'd be lying if I said I didn't at times. <laughs> yeah, like my my husband, Jer, actually, who's a Dunmanway native, he's very proud of his Dunmanway roots. He himself has his own commercial construction company. So it's tough when you have a little girl that's, um, you know, at home and you're juggling the work-life balance can be tough, but, you know, the, the one thing that I'm big on is enjoying what you do. It has to be fun. So, you know, even the, the merging of 
Catherine Flood's company and my company late last year, it was the right fit. You know, we have to enjoy what we do in this life and life is short. So we try in everything we do, we're serious when we need to be, but we we have fun doing what we do. So it's it's very, very special to be um to be doing what I'm doing. But again, the, the balancing of the, the whole thing can be tough at times. Thank you, Linda. Congratulations again on being chosen as Cock Woman of the Year and the very best of luck to you and Catherine Flood with your new company. Thank you so much, Tress. I appreciate it.